Once again, the Anthony Richardson hype starting to build up here in Detroit. We'll talk about it today on Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for being with us, everybody, on a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on Thursday, March 30th and a Friday, March 31st. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, thank you for subscribing and watching us for free each and every day on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up today on the show, Anthony Richardson Pro Day down at Florida. He wowed everybody, and now the talk has begun again about the Lions not just maybe taking Richardson at six, but one mock draft has the Lions trading up to number three to get the star quarterback from Florida and stash him away for a little while. We'll talk about that today coming up on Locked on Lions today. Also, four remaining unsigned Lion free agents. How many are staying? Who could go? I'll give you a number and a guesstimate on that. Also coming up today here on Locked on Lions. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up and learn more. You can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And again, thanks for checking us out and watching us video-wise on the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Well, you knew this was going to happen today. AR-15, Anthony Richardson, um, the hotness, the most intriguing draft prospect, um, the most exciting the guy that nobody knows where they're going to go. I mean, people are talking about C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young at the top of the draft, a quarterback. Everybody knows that Will Anderson is going to be the first defensive player taken in this draft. But the big wild card, the big question mark, the the, the big excitement piece uh, that kind of gets talk shows started and uh, starting to talk and, and, and people getting excited and, and blogs and everything else is Anthony Richardson. Uh, Anthony Richardson has played two-plus years at Florida. He has not been very accurate. Uh, He hasn't been all that great, to be quite honest with you. And remember, as I've said on this podcast numerous times, he was 33% passing in his final game against Florida State. Went 7 for 21 and couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. But um, combine, he wowed everybody. Pro day today down at the University of Florida. Wowed everybody again. His last pass, and it's all over Twitter, and I'm sure you can find it on the internet. He did a fake pitch left. He rolled to the right, and he threw a ball like 60, 65 yards in the air uh, and then did a backflip after that to celebrate the pass. And people are just going crazy. And he's built, he's chiseled like, you know, like an Adonis, and the sky's the limit for Anthony Richardson question is, will an NFL team who knows full well he's not ready right now? His last college game, he went 7 for 21. He only pretty much completed 50% of his passes in college. He was not accurate. He's got issues throwing the football. He's not ready. He's young. But will an NFL team take a top three pick on a guy like that? 
you got to believe. Heck, would Carolina, who had Frank Reich there today, and Scott Fitter, their GM today, Pete Carroll was there today for Seattle at five. Uh, Dan Campbell was not there today. But the Lions were represented. But would it would the Panthers, who traded up to one, take this kid right away? Would he go ahead of Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? It's all very intriguing and interesting. Because, again, I watched him in college in some games. I've watched the tape. And everybody just raves about potential. The most upside. The most talented guy in the draft. But, again, if you're a team like Carolina or you're a team like Houston or you're a team like Indianapolis that right here, right now needs a quarterback, you probably can afford to take him and wait it out and maybe play a veteran. I mean, the Colts have Gardner Minshew. They could play this year and let Richardson stand there with a clipboard. But the biggest question is, would the Detroit Lions show interest at number six? Let's just talk about six for a second here and where the Lions are. Number one, all right, the Detroit Lions are the betting favorites in Vegas right now to win the NFC North before we even get to the draft. Now, that could change. Maybe the Packers have a great draft. Maybe the Vikings do some blockbuster stuff. Who knows? But right here, right now, on March 30th, Vegas believes, no matter the sports book, whomever, that the Lions are going to win the division. All right? Betting favorites. It doesn't always mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but with what the Lions have done in free agency, and again, shout out to Brad Holmes for going out and getting Marvin Jones yesterday. I, I, the more I think about it, the more I love that. I'm not saying Marvin Jones is Jerry Rice, but I just love the fit. I love the fact that former players that were here for some pretty lousy times and played for some pretty bad teams, like Graham Glasgow, like Marvin Jones, and they were on some decent teams too, but you know my point, would want to come back here and be a part of a new regime and be a part of this again is pretty telling. Rarely do former Lion players that left come back. But I digress. What about Detroit as a fit for Anthony Richardson when you have a successful quarterback in your stable, in your arsenal, and Jared Goff, a guy that Dan Campbell said the other day, we've got our quarterback. Goff's our guy. Right? They're not trading for Lamar Jackson. But could you, as the betting favorite in the NFC North, take Anthony Richardson at six and stash him away for a year, heck, even two years, similar to what the Packers have done with Jordan Love? Could you afford to do that and not draft somebody at number six that could help you win right here, right now? Because Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are saying it publicly. We want to win now. We're ready now. We, we want to win playoff games. We want to win the division, Dan Campbell said the other day. Well, Anthony Richardson, taking him at six, is not going to help you this season. Unless somehow, someway, Jared Goff got hurt. Richardson somehow came in <coughs> and wowed everybody and was the next Michael Vick or Steve Young or Joe Montana or, you know, whomever. But it's likely that if they were to take him, it would be to stash him away, sit on the five-year contract, and for the first couple of years, just let him stand there and learn and develop and work in practice. This is a guy that was not a great thrower on the college level. There were shades of great plays. There were individual plays and performances that you liked, but the total package? No. Bryce Young was the total package in college. C.J. Stroud, most of the time, except when he was playing against 
of the leaders and best was not was the total package. Right, C.J. Stroud played Georgia in the national semifinals in the college football playoff this year and looked like an NFL quarterback. Anthony Richardson never had that opportunity. He had that opportunity, but he didn't do it, anything with it. Had some good games, can really run, can move, make some decent throws at times, but he never had a game like Stroud had. He never had games like Bryce Young had at Texas last year, rallying Alabama on the road in a hostile environment to win a game. Richardson never did that. So, um, I I don't know. I'm torn on this. I, I There's a part of me that thinks the Lions are going to do it. There's a part of me that thinks the Lions are going to draft him and stash him. Then, 10 minutes later, I think, no, the Lions are going for it. They want to keep stockpiling linemen and defensive players and and go for it. But if this guy is a once-in-a-generational talent and you think he could be the future, Jared Goff's contract's up in two years, and you have him on a rookie deal, and you don't want to pay your quarterback $40, $50 million, there's a chance he is the future. We shall see. There's a mock draft from our friends at Pro Football Focus by Brad Spielberger that I have to share with my listeners and uh, viewers because it is absolutely insane. We will do that. I love Brad. Brad's been on the show many times. We will uh, do that mock draft coming up next. And I'd ask the question, would you make this move? Uh, March Madness heating up. No better place to get in on the action than our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Heck, today's opening day in Major League Baseball. Yeah, even that minor league outfit down at Comerica Park today had a game. They didn't score any runs, but hey, if you had the under and the Tiger run total today, you won money at FanDuel. Um, You can wager everything. It's fun. It's easy. Don't miss your shot at that. No sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right, so Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. I'm a fan, All right, We've had Brad on many times. I think he's fantastic, great with the salary cap, and does a great job at PFF. Here is his latest mock draft from the other day in which he has a big trade being made in the first round, Carolina with Brad at PFF.com has the Panthers at number one taking C.J. Stroud. Houston at number two gets Bryce Young. At number three, the Arizona Cardinals trade out of that pick and send pick number three to the Detroit Lions for pick number six, pick number 48 in the second round, Pick number 81 in the third round and next year's first round pick and next year's fourth round pick. Wait, hold on a second here. The Lions would then take Anthony Richardson at number three. So let me get this straight. The Lions get Anthony Richardson. Arizona gets six, 48, 81, and two more draft picks next year. The Lions' first-round pick and the Lions' fourth-round pick. 
a five for one swap. Six, 48, 81, and two more picks. Five draft picks for Anthony Richardson. I love Brad's um, moxie. I like his creativity. I tweeted to him yesterday and said that is one gigantic haul for somebody that we're not sure can throw a forward pass accurately and consistently at the next level. Brad writes, quote, the Lions had a strong free agency period that truly enabled them to have no needs entering the 2023 NFL draft. Though one could argue the interior of their defensive line still needs the most work. More on that later. With this pick, Detroit shows they have no plans to draft this early again anytime soon. They make a bold move up for the most athletically gifted quarterback we've seen in a long time. Jared Goff is two years and $52.95 million remaining on his contract with nothing guaranteed. And while he's been solid in Detroit, the only way the Lions truly see their re- rebuild through to the finish line following the swap with Stafford is by using the extra draft capital acquired to land a potential difference-making quarterback. Goff does not elevate the talent around him, but Richardson certainly could. Hmm. Richardson also is not a total project like he's often made out to be with his 9.2% pressure to sack rate in 2022, the 11th lowest mark in the country. He can certainly stand to improve his accuracy and occasional poor decision-making, but the sky's the limit, and these are the lottery ticket draft picks the NFL has begun to gravitate toward at quarterback. So the Lions would move up three spots from six to three to snag Anthony Richardson before the Colts grab him likely at number four. Now, again, the Colts could take Will Levis at four. Maybe they like Will Levis. Who knows? Arizona, with the pick from the Lions at six, took edge rusher Tyree Wilson. By the way, uh, Brad has the Lions at number 18, selecting that defensive tackle that they sorely need in Kalijah Cansey from Pittsburgh. We've talked about Cansey in the past. I love the guy. The Lions are going to be at his um, pro day, I believe, tomorrow. Or maybe they were already there. Maybe, no, no, uh, yeah, Cansey did his workout uh, pro day the other day. So the Lions were there. Folks, would you send five draft picks, including a number one pick next year, for a quarterback that you don't know, you're not sure when he'll play? The answer is no. They've been so conservative. They've been so smart. They've been so calculating for three years now. Two plus years. Brad Holmes has. Are you willing to give up one of your second round picks this year? Your third round pick? A fourth next year and a one next year? All to move up three spots to land what would be your future quarterback. And let me say this too about if that trade is made. If the Lions make that trade, which would be an enormous blockbuster, I think Jared Goff, while he has a chip on his shoulder and while he's played with that chip on his shoulder and it's helped, I think that would signal the end of Jared Goff after this season, no matter how well he played. Because you're not going to send five draft picks to get a quarterback that you're going to let sit for two years. I, I I don't see the Lions sitting him for two years. I think the Lions would sit him for one. Would you do all of that movement, a late movement, nice area? Would you do all of that just for a guy to sit out for two years? And what if golf lights it up this year? Then what do you do? And you're in that Packers position where Jordan Love had to sit out for multiple seasons. 
you know, I'd listen in. I'd maybe say, listen, you want to send a number six and maybe a third round? Six, 18, or six. Hold on, what is it again? Let me read it right. Six, 48, 81, and a number one and a number four next year, all to move up three spots? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. And I get it. Quarterbacks are a premium. These are moves that have been made in the past. Teams have moved up to get quarterbacks and sent a haul of picks in the past like this. But this does not compute with where the Lions are right now. Drafting him, that's one thing. If he's there at six and you take him and stash him, fine. But giving up that kind of haul, the roster's good. It's gotten better. But they still need more. Still need more. So I would not, N-O-T, not make that move. All right, coming up next, uh, the Lions have four of their own free agents still available. Who do I see coming back? Who do I see maybe not coming back? We'll give you that list coming up next. All right, uh, happy opening day, everybody, for all of you uh, baseball fans out there. Locked on Lions here on a Thursday edition. We're getting close to the draft, folks. We are less than a month away. So very excited about that August. April 27th through the 29th. Uh, looking forward to draft night, plural, and then, of course, the Saturday um, day as well with rounds four through seven. Uh, the Lions still have four guys that have, are um, not on their roster, but they were on their roster last year that are unrestricted free agents that have not signed anywhere else yet. I want to give you a quick update on that. Uh, number one, Justin Jackson, the running back, who did a nice job last year as kind of a bit player, had some big runs, was your kick returner a year ago. Dan Skipper, famous for stepping in and playing uh, left guard in, 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 I believe it was the Vikings home win and the getting a, a giant ovation in the locker room after the game. He's still available. Tommy Kramer. No, not Cosmo Kramer. Tommy Kramer, uh, also still available and has not been signed by another team. And Bobby Price, uh, the defensive back, who really played more two years ago uh, in the on the three-win bad team than he did a year ago uh, in 2022. The cornerback safety. He could kind of play all over the secondary. Uh, Bobby Price also remains unsigned by any teams at this moment. So there's four guys there. If I had to guess, and this could take to this could wait till after the draft. Who knows? Dan Skipper, you believe, is going to come back? I think the Lions. Dan Skipper has been on the Lions like 900 times. He's been waived, released, brought back, signed to the practice squad, released, waived again, brought back so many times. I think Dan Skipper will be a Depth piece along the offensive line again next year. Um, Justin Jackson's interesting. Jamar Jefferson, remember, is on the roster. You've got Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. You got him. You've got the newly signed David Montgomery. You've got Monty. And of course, DeAndre Swift is back again. Um, I like Justin Jackson. I could see the Lions bringing him back. Um, veteran back, good depth. At, at, at the running back position. Again, I know Jamar Jefferson was a Brad Holmes a draft pick, but Brad Holmes is the one that brought Justin Jackson in. So I could see a scenario where Jackson is also back. Unless the Lions are drafting B. John Robinson or some sort of running back, then I would say Justin Jackson would not be back. 
Tommy Kramer, I, I don't know. I mean, could play some guard, um, could play some tackle. Matt Nelson's back. You just signed Graham Glasgow. Probably drafting another interior lineman. Um, I would say that he, along with Bobby Price, would not be back. I'd say two of those four guys, Jackson and Skipper, have the best chance of coming back. Now, Kramer could come back, because remember, Brad Holmes does love to collect offensive and defensive linemen, but I would see him going somewhere else, and I don't see Bobby Price. You know, you got so many cornerbacks now in this roster. Before the draft, I don't see the Lions um, bringing Bobby Price back. Not when you've got Jacobs, Okuda, and Will Harris all in the mix, and they're all backups right now to Sutton, Mosley, and CJGJ. Um, or CJGJ. Yeah, that was right. CJ Gardner Johnson. CJGJ. <laughs> so I think two of those four will be back. We'll see. What's nice is the Lions have depth now. Those guys I mentioned all had to play last year. Some of them had to play two years ago. Bobby Price had to play because the Lions had nothing. Remember, the Lions at one point had Bobby Price, Jerry Jacobs, uh, Oruwarie, and A.J. Parker having to play all at once at the same time two years ago. Now look at how much better that cornerback room is. All right, thanks for making us your first listen here on Lockdown Lions. Don't forget to subscribe and watch us for free on YouTube. We're brought to you by FanDuel today. Talk to you again tomorrow.